Compassionate Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basile, crust busting your way to an awesome life on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am so excited about today's show, and you know what? You are, too. You have told me you are. I have received more pre-show emails about today's guest than I have ever received in the three years that I have been doing this show. My guest today is Mr. Fire himself, Joe Vitale. He is the president of Hypnotic Marketing, Inc., and that is a marketing consulting firm. He has been called the the Buddha of the Internet for his combination of spirituality and, and marketing acumen. His articles are widely read. He has been on PBS. He is an amazing individual. His new book, his new book, the attractor factor, as Joe would say, chased Harry Potter around for a while and is still in the top in the bestsellers list. He is a renowned author, marketing pioneer, spiritual guide, and in this book you get to find out. You get to find out the secrets of success, any kind of success, things that will take you to the next level. As a matter of fact, Forget about taking you to the next level. Joe creates a whole new paradigm for us to receive the wealth and the reality and the manifestations we want in our lives. Joe, thank you so much for joining the show today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. I can't wait to get rocking and rolling here and find out what all those questions were that people sent to you. Well, you know, the book, I want to tell you the first question. The first question is about the book and the book title itself. I mean, it really grabbed one of the people that listens to the show. Mm. And, you know, I, and, and by the way, I have his name here. His name is Steve. And Steve from Albuquerque, okay. And, you know, the attractor factor. You know, Joe, and I'm going to tell you what it says. You know, Joe, uh, what I want to say is, you know, I have been, uh, you, you know, I've not been able to attract the right people in my life. You know, I keep getting set up in the same kind of examples over and over and over again that get me off track, that knock me off track. And, you know, what Steve says is in five minutes of just browsing through your book, he got some insight that he never got before. And so the question is a broader question, Joe. Why do people, why do people keep attracting the stuff they don't want? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question, and I can't believe you came out of the gate with such a big question. Couldn't you ask me an easier one first? I'm telling you about our, uh, the people that tune into this show. They are, like, at a totally different level. Well, that, they have asked obvious. all the other questions. Yeah, that's obvious. They're truly at a different level. Well, we attract what we want, so we are attracting the very things we want. We can't go and say that we're, we're attracting the things we don't want because on a deeper level, usually an unconscious level, we are attracting exactly what we want. We're not aware of why we want it until we spend some time exploring the five steps in the attractor factor, doing some belief-clearing work, uh, meditation, retrospection. We have to look inside and find out and really come from the question of, why am I attracting this? What is the positive reason for me to have this in my life? 
And what's really useful is if it's a reoccurring thing, that's wonderful. Because wow. it's trying to tell you a certain message. In the Attractor Factor, I mentioned at least once about a guy I knew who was married seven times. It's like he's trying to teach himself something about marriage. He's not getting it, and he's going to continue to go through that pattern. He's going to continue to attract everything. It's always going to look like romance. He's got to fall in love. He's got to get married. It's got to have a problem. He's got to break up, and then he'll go through the cycle again. Mm. Why? Because he needs to learn something that's unique to him. I can't say what it is for everybody. It's unique to each person. And our unconscious mind is actually bringing it to us. We are attracting it. That's why we call it the attractor factor. We are attracting the very things we want to help us move along in our growth, to help us elevate our consciousness, to help us get more of what we want. Instead of being at uh, victim to this and being unconscious about it, we want to become conscious, uh, take control, and become the victor. That's this whole process. That's what it comes down to. Well, one of the things you talk about in the book, and I, and I think this is uh, worth mentioning because part of the attraction of what we do is whether or not we can hold our thoughts in the place that will get us the stuff we want, isn't it? Well, it is, but there's actually an easier way than that. Because I love that you asked me that question because a lot of people talk about willpower. On a recent interview, I was asked about willpower. A lot of people asked about how do I keep my mind focused on what I want. It keeps going in another direction. And I find it's almost impossible to keep your mind focused on what you want until until you have taken care of the self-sabotage issue that's going on underneath that's attracting what you say you don't want. This is the missing element. This is what I call the missing secret in virtually all the other self-help books. Not that there's anything wrong with them. They all take us to certain levels, and we go as far as we can with those. But I have found that unless we look within and uncover those beliefs that are our mental software programming, if you will, we look at the wiring that's causing us to attract all the things that we're getting into our lives. Until we look at the program and reprogram ourselves, we're not going to have an easy time of this. Trying to focus on always getting more money or always getting the right relationship or always getting the new car, when we look and we see we don't have the new car and we don't have the right relationship and we don't have the money, is going to be this mental tug of war that feels like hell on some levels. It'll feel like mental torture on some levels. That's why you have to take care of the inner. When you take care of the inner, all of this falls into place. You no longer have to consciously put your mind on the things that you want and keep it there. Then things start to naturally flow. That's when you find the escalator through life. That's when things are easy. Well, uh, that brings up this next point, and you know, I want to ask you about this, uh, about your journey, mm. because I call these things crust. That's kind of, you know, the, the mm-hmm. phrase that I use to describe these things that are going on underneath there. You know, here you are. You are just, uh, you know, uh, so well-known. You've done so much for so many people. You know, and I've got to ask you, and now with this book, you know, what are some of the things that you had to move beyond, Joe? What are some of the crust mm. you had to bust, yeah. you know, to bring you to do the work that you're doing? Another great question, because a lot of people just look at where I'm at and think, oh, he's lucky, or he was born there, or he's always had it made, and they don't know until they read the book that I was actually homeless at one point in Dallas back in the mid-70s, late-70s. Not uncomfortable, not a comfortable time to remember. I still get uh, queasy if I go back to Dallas because I slept on the uh, post office steps. I couldn't tell you which post office it was today, but I sure know that that's what I did. 
waiting for checks to arrive. When I moved to Houston back in the late 70s, I was in poverty for many years. I was struggling. I had worked as a cab driver, and I hated it. I would cry in my car. I hated it so much. I worked as a laborer. I worked as a reporter. I worked as a geological technician. Uh, there were so many things I did along the way, and always struggle, struggle, struggle. When I had a car and it would break down, it would seem like it would be impossible to come up with the, the money to pay for it. When I lived in a rooming house and it cost 200 bucks to live in the house, it, co- it, it took forever to come up with the money. And sometimes when I did, I wasn't able to eat for a little while, or mm. if I chose to eat, I couldn't pay the rent. And oh, wow. Very desperate, desperate times. So the person I am now and the person I was then seems like um, not the same person at all. I know. But it's me. I'm mm-hmm. the guy who went through all of that. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, what did I have to do to get here? I had to do a lot of belief clearing within myself. You know, I was lucky enough at one point to be a reporter, a freelance reporter for a lot of magazines. At that time it was East West Journal and New Age Journal and Yoga uh-huh. Journal. That gave me free ticket into a lot of seminars, seminars by Barry Neil Kaufman and Stuart Wilde and uh, Mier Snyder and, you know, the Est and the Forum and Brajneesh and a whole lot of things that helped me in my growth, my evolution. The real turning point for me came when I read books like The Magic of Believing, and I started to understand that my belief was creating reality. And the dramatic turning point came when I started to work with a beliefs counselor, who was Jonathan, in my case, who's talked about in the attractor factor. Yes, Jonathan is. Yes, Mm -hmm. and then there were some other ones, Mandy Evans, Ann Harkis. I started to found resources and people who could shine a light on my own mental programming. But I had to go through my own 10-year period of self-examination and mental restructuring and constantly going for my dream in order to end up where I'm at now. It was not an overnight success for me. You know, thank you so much for sharing that, Joe. I mean, it is so important for people to hear and be inspired by, uh, you know, someone like you who is really touching the lives of millions of people and who, in fact, has, you know, his own journey that, you know, you, that you've had to go through to really bring you to this very point. And thank you so much for sharing it because, you know, the emails that I'm getting are from people. Uh, let me get to another one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another one from... Um, Linnell, Linnell in Rhode Island. And, you know, the question, you know, is, uh, it's a long email. Let me just sum it up for you. The question is, you know, Joe, here we are and we have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream to take my gift out into the world. I just can't seem to get it out there. This is the question. I have a dream. I've done the legwork to get it out in the world. Something is holding me back. I just don't know what it is. I can't get it out there. Your book has inspired me, and I feel like I'm changing the way that I'm thinking about my life. I don't want to give up. Thank you, Joe. Linnell. Mm. Well, that's a great question, too, and there's two levels that come to mind immediately. I don't know the full story, of course, so I can only speak in a general level. Uh Uh, The first is that... You need to have the spirit of letting go. And this is something I had step five. I talk about it in the attractor factor. Yep. It's when you let go of your attachment to things working the way you want them to work. I hear a little bit of desperation, a little bit of frustration in the email's voice, if you will, in yes. the style. And so that frustration and that desperation is going to go out there and do what? Create more frustration and desperation. 
So the first thing is is to let go of this attachment to the dream. Don't let go of the dream, whatever that is. If it feels true to you, if it sings in your heart, if it feels like you're calling, let that still be there for you. But let go of the attachment for it happening right now because there could be a timing issue. I don't know what the case is. I don't Mm -hmm. know what the dream is. There could be a timing issue. The second part of this is I would say we've got some belief work to do because if you're frustrated, if you're disappointed, if you're feeling aggravated, those are signs to me that you're not clear about your dream. If you were clear about it, you would be joyfully saying, this is my dream and I'm going for it. It hasn't arrived yet, but I know it's right around the corner. And there wouldn't be any sadness about it. There wouldn't be any unhappiness. There wouldn't be any tinge of a negative emotion that comes with it. And I'm hearing all of that in that email. So letting go, belief clearing, trusting are all important elements as an answer to that question. Well, let's take a short break. Thank you so much for that answer because that's going to lead to the next question, and it has to do with the strength of one's conviction, the faith one has. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, in taking that next step. For those of you that are just tuning in, I'm Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with the amazing individual, Mr. Fire himself, Joe Vitale. We're talking about his new book, The Attractor Factor, which is available everywhere, and uh, we're talking about more than that. We're talking about you. We're talking about how you can manifest the life that you want, how, how you can bring this into being, into the material world, and we have many, many ways for you to do that. Uh, you're listening to us right here on Voice America, and what I'd like to do is invite you, if you have got a question and you want to ask it live right now, call in at one 335 5204 That's 1-888-335-5204. I'm Pat. I'll be right back with Joe. We've got a show for you. Stay tuned. Make the shift. Use food as your medicine. Mangosteen, the queen of fruits, a whole food beverage. It even tastes good. Many health professionals are using mangosteen juice in their practices as a frontline nutritional therapy and believe it is one of the most nutrient-dense plants on earth with 130 biologically active compounds, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antifungal, nature's answers to your prayers. The functional health beverage business opportunity of all time. Catch the wave. Look at the number one home-based business opportunity website, www.goodthoughts.mymagicwand.com. That's www.goodthoughts.mymagicwand.com. Or email cw at goodthoughts2.com. That's cw at g-o-o-d-t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s, the number two, dot com. Or call toll-free 877-848-0037. That's 877-848-0037. Have you ever thought about owning your own company? How about a tea company? Fully developed and ready to go, complete with tea tins, labels, trademark, website, graphic design, and more. For more information, please call 425-776-2170. The number again is 425-776-2170. Join Sylvia Brown in an unprecedented gathering of today's most visionary authors for I Can Do It, live in Orlando, October 28th through 30th. This is a life-changing three-day live event featuring Wayne Dyer, Doreen Virtue, Christiane Northrup, Sylvia Brown, and an incredible collection of motivational and spiritual teachers. This event will sell out, so call to reserve your place today at 1-800-654-5126 or see us on the web at icandoit.net. 
Go, Go, Goji. Author of the Vitamin Bible, Dr. Mindell has discovered the most nutritionally dense food on the planet, and it comes in the form of a delicious juice. Here are some of the results. Rocky, Jackson, Mississippi. I had severe arthritis from a back injury. In two days, I had no more pain. This is Ray Riedel from Yakima, Washington. My blood sugar count dropped 60 points in the first 10 hours thanks to Goji Juice. Joni from Florida. I had an irregular heartbeat for the past 40 years. I feel wonderful now. I had high cholesterol in just five days. It dropped from 230 to 167. Thank you, Goji Juice. Call in and ask for your free copy of the Women's World Weekly Magazine article on this major, major breakthrough, the Himalayan Goji Juice. And don't forget to request a free copy of the Himalayan Health Secret. Call now, 1-800-301-5990. That's 1-800-301-5990. And remember, go, go, goji. Real people, real problems, real change. Hear live hypnotherapy radio on Get Your Ship Together with Scott Sulak every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Scott and guests will provide you with the life-changing information, interviews, and insights on how to unleash your hidden potential and live the life you've always imagined. Experience the benefits of hypnotherapy every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time with Scott Sulak on Get Your Ship Together, live hypnotherapy radio on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1 888 335 5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crossbusting. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, tuning in every Thursday at 8. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. The show is about crust-busting, that crusty stuff, that stuff that stops you from getting everything you want in life. It is the deep, encrusted beliefs that will stop you dead in your tracks. And today's guest, unbelievable, Mr. Joe Vitale. And I'm going to tell you that this book that we're talking about, The Attractor Factor, is sold out. We are getting more of them. Joe, thank you for joining the show today. My pleasure. I'm having a great time. I can't, hear, I can't wait to hear what's next. You know, what an incredible story about this book selling out. Unbelievable. Well, I, <laughs> I'm as uh, surprised and excited and delighted as anybody. I had jokingly said that I would chase Harry Potter up a tree when my book came out, but I didn't really think that the book would knock him off the number one spot. And that happened last week. I'm, I was truly amazed. My publisher called and said, you just knocked Harry Potter off number one. A tractor factor is number one. And it's like, wow, that's that's real magic. That is real magic. And, you know, you and I, we joked about this, but, you know, you were supposed to be on an earlier show for me. <laughs> that's right. And we, you know, all of everything that I put out about it was lighten up, you know, lighten up the airways, you know, mm. just set them on fire. And that, in fact, happened. <laughs> you know, we blew out the whole grid in Tempe, Arizona, where this is broadcast from. And that sounds so incredible. I, I'm laughing because I know it was real, and I've experienced things like that before. In the Attractor Factor, I talk about times when I, you know, I caused a wiring uh, electrical fire because I was raising my own energy in the house where I was living at the time, couldn't take it. And this is an example of it. When you wa- raise your vibration, the technology better keep up because it can break down. 
it can break down. And that leads me to my next question. There's something you talk about in this book. I even wrote that down the page that you oh, talk about. I know. Uh-huh. And because this is a question, I have several emails from people about spirit. And one of the things that you say, and it, I think I wrote it down right, it's on page 86. You say, think like God. Mm. Think like God. Let's talk about that a minute. Let's just get clear for everybody out there what we mean when we say that. Wow. That is uh, a wonderful question, too. I didn't expect you to ask me that, but I am so glad you did. <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite chapters in the book. It's based on a talk I gave in Houston 15 to 20 years ago when I stood up there and I told people to think like God. And I really played with the idea, and I said, if you thought like God, and that, whatever that means to you, whatever God is in your estimation, it's probably somebody who you think is smarter than you and more powerful than you, more omnipotent than you, somehow, some way, it's a larger picture than you. So whatever you think this God is, whether it's the universal spirit or an old man with a white robe and a white beard or mm-hmm. whatever that is for you, what would you be doing, and how would you be thinking, and how would you be acting? How would your life be if you thought like that version of God? Because what that does for me is take me out of my ego. When I start thinking about what I can accomplish in my life, the first tendency is to think about what I can physically do. I can write so many books. I can do so many campaigns. I can do so many speaking engagements. But if I thought like God, how would I look at those possibilities differently? No kidding. And to give you an example, when the attractor factor was going to press and I started to think about promoting it, what I've done in the past is what a lot of authors do, radio shows, book signings, and uh, newspaper news releases, email campaigns, and so forth. And that's fine. That's worked before, and it'll work again. And then I thought, well, if I think like God, what would I do? And I thought, well, you know, God would probably want this book to go out there into the hands of everybody that's literate, every literate person on the planet. And I set that as my goal. I said, my new intention is, when the Attractor Factor is published, I want to shake the earth. I want this book to get into the hands of everybody that can read it and appreciate it across the planet, not just in Texas, not just in Seattle, not just in Las Vegas, not just in the States or in Australia, the entire planet. Now, this raised the roof on everything I had been contemplating beforehand. And if I hadn't begun to think like God, I don't know that I would have a number one bestseller and would have knocked Harry Potter off the number one spot, which nobody else has done and nobody's done since because he's still number one again. Exactly. So I think thinking like God is a way to stretch yourself, to go in a more divine, um, unlimited direction. That's what it means for me. Well, you know, and let's talk about that in terms of manifestation, because you do take this to the next level. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you talk about this in the book. As a matter of fact, for my marketing team, this isn't something that we're implementing at our regular marketing meetings. Oh. Uh, and we, we always start out with, you know, a manifestation uh, prayer, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But what you then invite people to do, and this is the subject that, you know, will make more people have a hot flash than you can imagine. <laughs> it is men and women. It is sitting down and talking about the money you want. Mm. The money. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about that. Let's talk about money a little bit. And what goes on with people that they can't imagine themselves becoming debt-free, 
Mm. If you're in $200,000 or something debt, they can't imagine themselves being debt-free. The money thing is, is sometimes where, you know, the ball gets dropped. Let's talk about that. Boy, there's so much that we can talk about when it comes to money. That's like a whole day-long <laughs> seminar here. Uh, well, you know, at the beginning of the book, somewhere in the front, there's a prosperity IQ test. I, yes, I saw that. It's from Randy Gage, who's a great uh, prosperity writer. He let me use it by permission. And it asked questions like, were you brought up enjoying questions like Gilligan's Island and Dynasty and some of the other ones that are there? And most of us, myself included, were. Well, if we were, we were inadvertently programmed to dislike money and rich people because most of those shows positioned wealthy people as being conniving, being evil, and people who had a lot of money misused it. They used it to hurt other people and so forth and hurt themselves. We took in all of those messages. So is it any surprise that most of us have this love-hate relationship with money? We really want to have money, but in the back of our mind we go, oh, if we get money, we're going to turn out like uh, J.D. or whatever his name was on Dallas, mm-hmm. or we're going to be like the, the grumpy, um, the stuffy guy who was on Gilligan's Island who was the rich uh, man. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this part of us that says, well, we don't really want it then. Yet there's this other part of us that says, well, we need it, so we want it because we want the car or the house or the pay the bills or better food or, you know, life for the kids, whatever it happens to be. So this goes back to that missing secret again, which I describe in the book, that we have to do the belief clearing to find out what is keeping us from allowing money into our lives. I went to a Dan Kennedy seminar in Chicago a week or so ago, and Dan's a, a wonderful, very blunt and kind of grumpy uh, marketing expert, but he says some real gems. One of the things he said there was, there are trillions of dollars floating around in the world. Trillions of dollars. I'm repeating that for emphasis. Trillions of dollars floating around. He says, it's up to you to go and pick up your share. So you can go there with a little bit of a handful. You can go there with a, you know, a little bucket. You can go there with a wheelbarrow. You can go there with a semi-truck. It's all up to you. And he went on and told stories about people that, in his estimation, were very, very stupid people. Mm. Yet, they were making all kinds of money. Now, why were they making it? Because they had the belief that they could, the belief that they deserved it, the belief that they were going to make good use of it. The belief was more important than anything else. So this goes back to this whole self-analysis where we look within ourselves and say, what do I really feel about money? Because I, when I listen to people, I can usually detect what's going on in their mental programming because within a few minutes they'll tell me what they think about money. You know, they'll start complaining about not earning enough, which is telling me that they're in a victim consciousness, or they'll start complaining that they don't have enough, which is telling me that they're buying into the belief that there's never enough to go around. There's never enough money. Right, right, and of right, course, right. the reality is there's always enough. There's trillions of dollars. So, again, this is a big subject. And there's a lot to dig through. Can I quickly give you one other example here? Please do. Okay. In the book, I talk about a test that was done. I don't have all the facts. It's in the front of the book on how to be a millionaire. It was a study done by a psychologist where two groups of people were divided up, and the first group decided that they were going to pursue money at all costs, and then afterwards they'd go and do whatever they wanted in life. They'd pursue their heart's desires. The second group decided that they were going to pursue their heart's desires first, not worry about money, and maybe a little bit later on if they wanted to, they'd go after the money. The first group had almost 200 people in it. I forget the exact number. Again, it's in the book. But two-thirds of the people went into the first group. Out of that group, only one person became a millionaire. Out of the other group, remember, they pursued their calling first. They didn't Mm -hmm. worry about money. 
all of the other millionaires came from that smaller group. The point of this story, which is said much better in the attractor factor than what I just said, is that when you go for what you love, the chances of you acquiring or attracting money are higher than if you go for money first. Again, this goes back to belief issues. You have to be okay with money. You have to be okay with doing what you love. You have to be okay with receiving money. You have to believe that you're going to do something positive with it afterward. Again, belief, 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 belief is at the bottom of all of this. Wow, thank you. And you know, Joe, uh, this leads to the next question, which we will uh, talk, you know, we'll discuss after a short break, uh, because, you know, the beliefs sometimes have this gluey stuff all over them called emotions. <laughs> And when we come back from our short break, let's talk about that in the way that you talk about it in your bestseller, The Attractor Factor. I'm here with Mr. Joe Vitale, and I want to say to you, this is your opportunity to get some stuff, get some information, and get some coaching from Joe himself. one 335 5204 one Want to hear from you. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with Dr. Joe Vitale. We'll be right back. Mangosteen, queen of fruits. This company is the worldwide leader in mangosteen dietary supplements and produces, distributes, and sells more mangosteen-based beverage than anyone else in the world. This product is a patent product, unique and proven by science. It is so unique that it is known as a category creator, which traditionally leads to number one in sales. In summary, the company offers a world-class anti-aging product, which helps people feel better. In addition, this company offers a program that shares prosperity. Look at the Business Opportunity website, www.goodthoughts.mymagicwand.com. That's www.goodthoughts.mymagicwand.com. Or email cw at goodthoughts2.com. That's cw at g-o-o-d-t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s, the number two, dot com. Or call toll-free 877-848-0037. That's 877-848-0037. Did you know that the second most cited reason why people don't forgive is that they don't know how? You and your organization can change this by supporting the National Forgiveness Tour. Sponsored in part by Dr. Pat Basile's Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life radio program. For more information on sponsorship, go to www.crestbusting.com or www.theforgivenesstour.com. Have you ever thought about owning your own company? How about a tea company? Fully developed and ready to go, complete with tea tins, labels, trademark, website, graphic design, and more. For more information, please call 425-776-2170. The number again is 425-776-2170. How does the idea of adding 20 years to your life appeal to you? Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for the Liquid Low Show is about micromanaging your physical body so that you can activate all of your 66 cells. On the show, you will discover the secrets of cellular renewal that bring about fully satisfying physical, mental, emotional, and sexual life, as well as teach you why people in China are living to be 100-plus years without any degenerate diseases. Once again, that's a Liquid Love Show with Louis Moss, every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. 
Join Sylvia Brown and an unprecedented gathering of today's most visionary authors for I Can Do It, live in Las Vegas, April 15th through 17th. This is a life-changing three-day live event featuring Louise Hay, Christiane Northrup, Wayne Dyer, Sylvia Brown, and an incredible collection of motivational and spiritual teachers. This event will sell out, so call to reserve your place today at 1-800-654-5126 or see us on the web at ICanDoIt.net. Real people, real problems, real change. Hear live hypnotherapy radio on Get Your Ship Together with Scott Sulak every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Scott and guests will provide you with the life-changing information, interviews, and insights on how to unleash your hidden potential and live the life you've always imagined. Experience the benefits of hypnotherapy every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time with Scott Sulak on Get Your Ship Together, live hypnotherapy radio on voiceamerica.com. Business, sports, religion, legal, pets, entertainment. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1 888 335 5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crossbusting. Welcome back, everyone. Wow, what a show. And, you know, we're lighting up the airwaves just like we said we would, but we're lighting it up with your abundance, your prosperity. I'm here with amazing individual, Joe Vitale, and we're talking about the attractor factor and many other things. But primarily, we're sharing with you the secrets, the things that you will need to know to take your life in the direction that you want to take it in. And, again, we're here talking about the book, the number one best-selling book, The Attractor Factor. And, you know, Joe, thank you so much for joining the show today. Oh, I'm having a riot. This is fun. Great questions. High energy. What could be better? Let's keep going. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, I want to I wanna just talk about a couple of different things in, in, in moving forward. One of the things I want to ask you about, we, we alluded to the idea of letting go and what that means. Sometimes we are stuck to other people, places, and things because we either hold a resentment or we have, you know, a jealous feeling towards them. Mm. You know, so many things that we don't really think about that's holding us back when we say the word letting go. So I think it's worth a conversation to talk about letting go and the notion of forgiveness. Another biggie. (laughs) Well... I think uh, in your question you phrased it by saying we don't really think about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a clue. Yep. Uh, A lot of thought is automatic so that when we do fall into jealousy or we do have some kind of uh, envy or resentment or whatever it happens to be that could be in the categories that you've talked about or some other emotions that are kind of heavy and negative, there are thoughts, there are beliefs that are operating underneath those. That's what's causing them. So this, again, goes back to what I keep preaching, is that the missing secret is to find out what those beliefs are and to question them and then to replace them. In many ways, you have to become a belief detective. And this is a fun process. You can actually look at it like a game. I do talk about how to do this in a variety of ways in the book. But right off the top of my head, I would say that you would want to look at things like suddenly you feel envious because you want a new car and you look uh, in your driveway and you don't have one, but suddenly your neighbor does. 
and it's the car you wanted, the color you wanted, the oh. make you wanted, the model you wanted, and they're smiling big as they drive it. And they're cleaning it. <laughs> <laughs> or even worse, they got somebody else cleaning it for them. Oh, yeah, there you, you go. <laughs> and it's in their driveway, and you can look out your window, and you can see it, and it's not in your driveway. Well, what comes up for you? Probably, unless you're really clear. If you're really clear, you can go, wow, they got their car, so I'm next. You know, you'll be thinking that mine must be coming, you know, the universe missed by one driveway. Mm-hmm. And that's what you can be thinking. But if you're not clear, probably a negative emotion. It could be envy, anger even, frustration. I mean, any number of them will come up. You've got to sit and you've got to say, okay, what's behind this? What am I thinking? Well, the, the first one could be um, I deserve the car and he doesn't mm. or, or she or it could be that I don't earn enough money to, to make a new car. Or it could be jumping to a sweeping conclusion, such as the universe doesn't support me. Well, all of these are the beliefs that are causing you to attract what you are already experiencing. You're just getting to see the beliefs now because the anger, the emotion is bringing them up. So as the beliefs come up, you want to question them. So if it is a belief like the universe doesn't support me, you want to question it. Do I believe that the universe doesn't support me? Well, probably you'll say no, and then you're done with it. But if you do say, yeah, I believe the universe doesn't support me. There's the evidence. The car's over there. It's there not it over is. here. <laughs> so the universe doesn't support me. Okay. Why do you believe that? You want to question that belief because it's, it's just another belief. You're questioning the programming. And so something may come up. You'll say, this is the evidence. And you might say, well, what other evidence is there? And then you start to explore, and you will find that it will weaken. If you really stay on this, much like a lawyer at a, at a jury, and you are questioning the evidence, and you'll go, okay, is the universe really uh, against you? Let's bring in the evidence. And you can't bring in the evidence. Mm-hmm. You start to weaken the argument. Then once you get to a point where you find like, oh, okay, that belief really wasn't serving me. Ultimately, I don't believe it anyway. What would serve me instead? And it could be the universe supports me in every way, shape, and form. And you replace the old limiting belief with a new one. Now, again, this takes a little bit of work. It takes a little bit of time, but it's a fun process. And, my God, you're changing your life. You're going to end up with just about anything that you want because you'll start attracting it once you change the beliefs. And the other thing I need to say and as I turbocharge my way through these answers is sometimes you need somebody else to help you do this. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Oh, yes. I I needed it, and I am not afraid to ask for help. I think one of the keys to my own success is that I do my best to stay clear. And I explain that in the book, but what I'm talking about is staying up, staying happy, staying motivated, staying clear within myself of anything that's negative, that's blocking, that's limiting. As soon as I feel some kind of limitation coming up, I have to address it myself and if I can't seem to do it, or if I want it done really quick, I'll call Amanda Evans and Ann Harkis or some of the other people that are listed in the back of the attractor factor. Because I believe that it's really difficult to see your own muck. You know, it's often difficult to see your own crust. It what? is difficult to see it, boy, yeah. because you know what? It's You're been it. with us for so long. Oh, we've lived with it. This I is, know. This is the fish in the bowl of water. The fish says, what water? You know, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not in any water. I'm just in where I live. That's right. Well, you're in, your world is your web of beliefs. Your, this is good. Your world is your web of beliefs. I'm going to write that down. Write myself. that down because I wrote it down. Your, your world is your web of beliefs, and you may not clearly see them because you're in it. You're the one that's weaved the web, and you're in the web, so it's very, ta- very difficult to see the web. 
it's there's no problem in asking for help. I've done it. I know lots of people who have done it. I attribute that to being one of my ways of getting successful, to stay clear. That's the ultimate goal for me. Stay clear. Stay on target. Stay with my guiding principle, which is my heart connection to the universe. When I feel bumped off track, I got to get clear. Do it myself. Get help. But I got to bust the crust. I've got to bust the, the net. Rewire myself so I can keep going. So I can look in my driveway and see the new car in my driveway. And it, there's nothing wrong with my neighbor having one too. But the world's big enough for us all to have what we want. So I'd like to have the car too. And that's right. You know, that when you talk about that, I want, I, I want you to say that again because we don't really believe this. Now, see, the world is big enough for everyone to have what they want. Yeah. This is another biggie because it, it, the people who don't believe it are coming from a scarcity mindset. They're thinking, for example, we're using this car example here. So, for example, if you want a BMW and you see your neighbor has a BMW, um, it doesn't mean that everybody on the planet wants a BMW. Uh, there are so many different kinds of cars, there are so many different kinds of vehicles, and there are so many new ones, there are so many old ones. Friends of mine who have used the attractor factor to attract new cars into their lives didn't want new cars. They wanted classic old cars, like the old Mercedes from the 70s, the Mercedes uh-huh. sports car, and they manifested those. My point is, is that when people start going for what they want, they don't all go for the same thing. So it doesn't cause a scarcity because we're not all going and saying, I want a BMW Z3 because Joe has a BMW Z3. That's not what happens. What you do is go for what's right for you while you, the other person, goes for what's right for them and your neighbor goes for what's right for them. And you're going to find that it's different for everybody. But scarcity is another belief. It's a limiting belief and it does not serve you and it's not true. And, Joe, don't you think that scarcity, I mean, we're talking about the more obvious the more obvious, you know, places that scarcity shows up, you know, by saying, well, I can't afford that, I can't. But, you know, isn't, isn't scarcity in some ways very seductive mm-hmm. and very, you know, uh, oh. you know, sort of invisible to a lot of people? It shows up in some very, very uh, impersonal, subtle ways. I'm glad you, you brought that up. What a beautiful point. We are programmed inadvertently, just as I pointed out earlier from the Gilligan's Island and all the TV shows, we are also programmed by the media. So if you turn on the news, what do you got to hear? You're going to hear about lack, limitation, violence, scarcity. They're going to paint a very big, broad picture. And if you focus on that and buy into that, you're going to think that there's scarcity in the world. That is not the case. So it's a matter of who do you believe? Are you going to soak up the media's message or are you going to soak up the positive message because the universe is going to say yes to whatever you believe? If you believe that the world is scarce, the universe will say, okay, he believes the world is scarce, so let's prove it to him. And they will show you, man or woman, whoever it happens to be, that the world is scarce. You will see all the evidence. You'll tune into the radio, you'll read the newspaper, you'll pick up a magazine, you'll read a book, and there will be all the documented evidence of scarcity. However, if you choose to believe that the world is abundant, the universe will say, yep, he believes the world's abundant, so let's show her that. And you will find all the books, all the messages, shows like this one. You will even turn into the radio programs that prove that the world is abundant. It all comes down to belief. And there's plenty of shows like this one that are out there now oh, yeah. for people to tap into. Oh, you know, yeah. that we don't have the excuse anymore, Joe, right? You know, I can't find I can't find anything like that. We are just in this age right now where yeah. we're busting out with people, you know, like you saying, "Wait a minute, enough of this stuff." There are a lot of light bringers out there. It's in fact it's it's truly abundant. 
how many that there are. The books, the CDs, the the radio shows, the TV shows. I don't watch that much TV, but I've I poked around a little bit with the remote, and I found a Wisdom Channel on the Wisdom. That's channel, right. They're, they're interviewing these leading edge light bringers, and I thought, wow, this is wonderful. Doreen Virtue was on there one night. I think Louise Hay or somebody about That's her right. was on. So there's, you know, just what are you looking at? What are you reading? What are you hearing? And become more aware of it. In the Attractor Factor, I talk about trying to explain to somebody how we are completely responsible for everything in our lives and how we're programmed by the environment until we become aware of it. And we're sitting in a movie theater, and they're playing music in the background, and what comes over as we're talking is the song, You Can't Always Get What You Want. You Can't Always Get What You Want. And, of course, they do it like a perfect affirmation, and they keep repeating it. Oh, my gosh. And if you don't think about it, suddenly you are chanting in your own head, I can't always get what I want. And when you can't always get what you want in real life, you go, God, why can't I always get what I want? not knowing it stemmed possibly in part from uh, innocent-sounding songs by the Rolling Stones. I know. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned Louise Hay. I, and you, we should, I'm going to mention this. You talk about manifestation. I'm sitting here, uh, you know, on one of the top floors at the Venetian Hotel oh, in Las hotel. Vegas. I'm looking at the most beautiful view. I'm here at the I Can Do It conference. We've been promoting it for people <laughs> that want to get out there, be around Louise Hay. Doreen Virtue will be here. I'll be all around these people. And this is how you manifest things, by getting yourself around people like Joe Vitale, people that are going to help you shift your thinking. And, you know, this is so important. You know, when we come back, I'm going to take a short break, Joe. When we come back, for those of you in this really will bring in our last set of emails. For those of you that are out there saying, you know what, I'm out there, I'm with you, John, I'm with you, but some days it's so hard I just feel like quitting. When we come back, we're going to talk to Mr. Fire himself about the power of perseverance, what I call it only takes one yes. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm here with Dr. Joe. We'll be right back. This is your life. We love you. Stay tuned. Cleanse, revitalize, and rejuvenate with Isagenics, a unique cleaning nutritional system. Find out why well-known authors Jack Canfield, co-author of The Chicken Soup for the Soul Books, and John Gray, author of Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, both use and endorse this amazing nutritional technology. Thousands of people just like you are benefiting from this breakthrough cleansing, nutritional, and fat-burning program. Find out how you can benefit by calling... 800-550-0742. That's 800-550-0742. And listen to Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Basile. Don't diet. Take control of your health. Cleanse, revitalize, and rejuvenate with Isagenics. Imagine losing 5 to 15 pounds in 9 days with our unique cleansing nutritional system. Call 800-550-0742. Hi, this is Jack Canfield, and you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat Basile. Have you ever thought about owning your own company? How about a tea company? Fully developed and ready to go, complete with tea tins, labels, trademark, website, graphic design, and more. For more information, please call 425-776-2170. The number again is 425-776-2170. Imagine a country of people that is forgiveness literate, where we can choose to let go of anger, disappointment, 
hurt and frustration because we know how to. You can assist in making this vision a possibility by sponsoring the National Forgiveness Tour. For more information on sponsorships, go to www.crestbusting.com or www.theforgivenesstour.com. Business, sport, religion, legal, pets, entertainment. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Crossbusting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crossbusting. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with the amazing individual, Joe Vitale, president of Hypnotic Marketing. We're talking about his best-selling book, The Attractor Factor, and many other things. You know, Joe, we have a caller from New Jersey. Why don't we speak to our caller? Okay. Hi. Welcome Hi, to the Dr. show. Pat. Joe, hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Fantastic. This is Nima from New Jersey. Hi. Welcome. Hey, uh, good to be on. I, actually, I'm getting on a little late, and I'm hoping I don't repeat a question that may have been asked. But it's so interesting that you would just have been talking about the media because I was finishing my morning run, and, and it occurred to me that the mainstream media can be very toxic. And yeah. it, as soon as I thought about that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm missing Dr. Pat's show. So I ran back in because <laughs> okay, I wanted to ask you this question, Joe. Um, okay. How can I or, or anyone move through, I mean, you know, in, in terms of thinking abundantly, sometimes we make decisions, and, and in, this, in my case particularly, it was an investment that I really had a lot of belief in, and it went sour. And how can I move myself through that place of disappointment and feeling betrayal and, oh, things will never work for me. I've made a silly mistake, how stupid I am. How can I move myself through that to a place where, where it, you know, I can learn from the mistake? And, and I'm probably answering my own question, but I just wanted to get your own take. <laughs> great question, though. <laughs> Joe and I were talking about this during the break. This is great. Yeah, that is a great question, and I'm glad you asked it. And also I wanted to compliment you for coming back from your run and turning into the right radio station. <laughs> Rather than listening to the toxic stuff out there, you went and put a, you know, a vitamin P12 shot into your, your being by listening to the show. So that go. was a good move. Well, as for your question, I would say look for the positive reasons for you to be involved in it. Assume they are there because immediately you may not know what they are, but my suspicion is you probably have a, a good guess. And I would just look for what are the positive reasons that I went into this? What are the positive things I got out of this? There was definitely a learning experience from that. It might have helped you bring up some beliefs about trust, trust in other people, trust in companies, your beliefs about money, whatever that happens to be. You can take a look at them and you can let them go. Because you want to get to the point of neutrality. You want to be able to look at this and say, hey, you know what happened to me a while back? I really believed in this company. I invested in it, and son of a gun, this is what happened. And tell it like a story that has a nice punchline to it instead of something that you would complain about. And in order to get there, you want to look for the positive reasons you went into it in the first place. And again, assume they are there. And put it this way, and, and I talk about this in the attractor factor way in the back, I think it is. I assume that 10 years have passed. Ten years have passed, and you look back at that experience. Ten years from now, you'll probably laugh about it, and ten years from now, you'll probably see the very positive reasons for having been in it, because ten years gives you a lot of time to heal and a lot of time to reflect. Well, if ten years from now you can find the positive reasons and you can let go and you can learn and you can reflect and so forth, then you can do it right now. Mm-hmm. Assume they are there and look for them. Mm. Yeah, isn't that something? 
Indeed. You know, what you're saying, Joe, is if we can visualize these reasons from a 10-year forward perspective, yes. those reasons are already there in the moment. Yes. They're there. They're there. We're just not seeing we gotta them right now. We've got to claim them. We're not seeing them at this moment because we may be still too, too, too close to it. We're still stung by the experience. But, you know, 10 years from now, we won't feel the sting. It will have gone. So what happened? What did we see? What was the realization? That realization is available to you right now. Wow. And I think part of what we're talking about is even in the language we use. For example, you know, when we talk about it, and I've interviewed many people, and Joe just shared his story today, but I've interviewed many people that have said, come on the air, people like Canfield who have said, oh, you know, and I was bankrupt, and here's what that was about, and blah, 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 and I wouldn't have been able to do this. They never talk about the idea of that I made a mistake or that, you know, it was a bad thing to do. So I think, Joe, isn't it all part of the way we use our language as it well? Is. It is all part of the way that we use our language. And we are afraid of failure, and we are afraid of success uh, across the board. I'm not saying you or I or anybody in particular. People. Uh, for the most part, people are afraid of it's failure. It's the F word. It, it That's is. That's word. It's but, the F you know, word. I've I got to say something about that. I went to a seminar with Ted Nicholas uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point. Ted Nicholas is very famous in direct marketing. He's a rather elderly now but he's made billions of dollars doing direct mail. He's a bit of a legend in the business, kind of a god in direct marketing. And he said he had failed many times, and he said this brilliant statement. He said, here's what I learned from failure. Nothing bad ever happens to you. (laughs) (laughs) We got you on that one, didn't we? And I thought, oh, my God, what a – I still get chills. Nothing bad happens to you. You don't die. People don't, you know, rub you out. You don't – you know, nothing permanent, nothing bad, nothing bad happens to you. You go on, and very often your greatest lessons come from what you might have perceived as a failure. So that experience, whatever it was for you, is rich for a human transformation in your life. It's right there for you to go and enjoy. Oh, I, 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 I was on that track, but you guys have just put it right in concrete <laughs> form for me. That is awesome. You were ready for it. You're so, ready. Now, let me, do I have your name right? Is your name Nemo? Yeah, Nima. Nima, you know, I want to say something personally to you, Nima. I want to say this from from very deeply in my heart. I really love you. I love your courage. I so admire you picking up the phone and you calling in and you asking for the help that you wanted to get to move you along. I so love and admire that you are an inspiration. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Dr. Pat, you are, you and I mean, but I thank you. I, I receive that, and I thank you for that. I, I mean, I'm willing to bet he can go back out and run about 10 miles right now. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go run a few for us then. Excellent. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank Have you. Have an awesome day. Yes. Wow, we're winding down, Joe. I mean, don't you just love people like Nima? I mean, come oh, on. Yes, These yes. folks are the people we want to hang out with. These, the people listening to this show are the kind of people I want to hang out with. Absolutely. And him picking up the phone, just like you said, that is courageous. It's admirable. I, I love it as well. Now, in the closing minutes, I've got, I want to ask you, Joe, what is the message we want to leave people with here? Besides, please, stop by. Get this book. Joe's putting it back in the stores. It will be there. You know, what do we want to say to people? And and let me just say, you can find out more about Joe by going to www.mrfire.com, www.mrfire.com. And you will also see on the Crustbusting website next week 
um, a copy of the attractor factor and a link to the website. So let's let's talk about what we want to leave with our with our listeners right now, Joe. Yeah, I'm getting a little somber here because I'm reflecting, thinking, wow, what a powerful question and what a powerful moment. I wrote this book for one person originally. I wrote it for my sister who had been struggling. She was on welfare and so forth. And I knew that if she only knew these principles that her life could change, and now it has. She's put three kids through college, and she's got work, and she's got cars. And the message I gave her is the message I think I want everybody to have, and that is it can be another way. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to go up the rocky road of life. I have found the escalator through life, and I've been pointing people to where it's at. You can find out about it in the book. You may find out about it on your own. There's plenty of other teachers and people and books and CDs and radio shows that point where the escalator is. So I think my message is it can be another way. You don't have to struggle. Thank you so much, Joe. And we will uh, be in touch with you to uh, have the second birthing of the book, as it will be, next week. And uh, I want to thank you personally for, you know, joining the show. I know you have a very busy schedule. I, I really appreciate you coming back on now the second time here to spend some time with the amazing people that listen to this show and to really share your wonderful, wonderful wisdom and all that you do and all that you are. You are an amazing individual, sir, and I am very, very grateful that I have had the opportunity to spend this time with you. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. You're amazing as well. Thanks for making this vehicle possible for everybody and giving people a breath of fresh air and a spiritual nourishment through your show. Thank you. Thank you so much. For those of you that are uh, tuned into this show and tune in every week, we love you. You are the best. Remember that you can create yourself an awesome, awesome day. Next week, we will have Mary Allen on the show. We will be bringing you more of this uplifting and inspiring message. Remember the Attractor Factor by Mr. Joe Vitale, www.mrfire.com. Remember to think Feel and believe in your awesomeness each day, every day, this day. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. Make yourselves an awesome life. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today for Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Basile. Crust Busting with Dr. Pat can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. For a copy of today's program or to learn more about Crust Busting, visit www.crustbusting.com. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is voiceamerica.com. Depend on it.